0: Have you ever seen people who appear to have it all together, especially in church, and wondered about the real story beneath the facade? Or how about this? What's your story? And what would happen if people knew the real you, the glorious, the wonderful, the messy, the shameful? Listen in as we tackle hard questions of faith and following Jesus. Welcome to She seems So Normal. Stories not shared on Sundays with your host, that's me, Lee McKenzie. Welcome to episode 42, He Sings Over Me. In the 70s, Waylon Jennings released Amanda on his album, The Ramblin' Man, and the chorus repeats these lines, Amanda, light of my life. Fate should have made you a gentleman's wife. And yeah, I just sang that. Sorry if your ears are bleeding at this point. Well, more than four decades later, as summer sunshine filtered through an ivy trellis above red and white checkered tablecloths, the music playing on the patio was straight from the 1970s jukebox mix. I was triggered almost to the point of distraction my heart was beating rapidly and i couldn't eat or concentrate all i heard was the music my solo singing stopped after preschool graduation memories flooded my brain like a movie reel projected onto a cracked wall as preschool bus lights flashed, the driver asked me to sing for the kids so i sang my way to preschool and at the end of the day i sang all the way back home little me also remembers driving to job sites in bedroom guys big truck a pioneer in preformed concrete, he built prisons and hospitals all over the West. Singing to the radio at the top of my lungs, he smiled and constantly encouraged me to learn those country and western songs by heart. At my preschool Head Start graduation, I sang a solo for my classmates and their families. I've been working on the railroad. <laughs> Truly a proud moment that I remember. It was a moment that made me want to be a singer when I grew up someday. Celebrating that night by sipping Shirley Temples in the highway tavern and daintily eating tiny shrimps in cocktail sauce, I imagined being the queen of the world, to have such success in each such extravagant food. I fondly remember peeling back the aluminum top from the tall-footed glasses and delightedly fishing out each delectable piece with a tiny appetizer fork. My joy would be short-lived. Lurking at the back of this tavern was a banquet hall turned storage room where they kept black stacked chairs and tables. The Red Room. I've known its location since the very first PTSD event, but I have never before trusted my own recall of the things that happened there. Later, I stood in smoky bars in front of countless jukeboxes, singing for people seated at high top red leather covered bar stools that lined every carved wooden western tavern Always dark and gloomy, those places had windows that were filthy from a hundred years of nicotine clouds, the once cheery curtain stained with yellow tar. In every place each night, my sister and I sat helplessly tired and waiting to go home. The smoke and the drunks were the same too. Thrilled when I was beckoned to sing, one time I even stood on stage with Farron Young, For three minutes of adorable entertainment, I was the trained monkey. A flash in the pan until people got back to their drinks and their loud, slurred conversations. Sometimes my song and dance prompted a round of drinks on me. The crowd cheered, then laughed as my primary abuser cussed me out when the song was finished. And after my dismissal, the spotlight quickly fading, I shuffled back, dejected, to the dark booth in the corner. The enemy tempts you to do what he asks and then makes a fool of you for doing it, doesn't he? I wonder if my abuser secretly enjoyed the masquerade of showing everyone his little possession, but then was immediately jealous of their pleasure in my entertainment. Red Room Guy bought me breakfast, usually sweet milky tea with toast or hash browns. I guessed to a child molester providing my room and board, I was worth the cost of tea and toast but that doesn't seem to be fair barter for a child whose sexual abuse ended before she could spell Czechoslovakia. After school at a bar where yet another jukebox played the same country music and the stools were covered in the same red vinyl, I could order anything I wanted, usually an icy glass of Coke and chips or a candy bar. He gave me quarters galore for video games. And if it was a special day, he sent me a dollar to go across the street to the general store for ice cream or a hostess fruit pie. More than 40 years later, triggered by music from one barbecue birthday dinner, I realized this man valued me in junk food and video games. Wayland's chorus and harmonies chased me, echoing through the ensuing hours, haunting me to the point of tears, and eventually leading to a panic attack the next day. The worst PTSD attacks seemed to always happen in my bedroom, and this one came while lying in bed face to face with Christopher. I confessed the anxiety and its root, this horrifying song, and all it represented. You need a new song, baby. My husband looked into my teary eyes with empathy. Will I ever not be crying, I wondered. I can't even think of a new song. This is on repeat every ten minutes in my head, and I can't get it out, I explained to Christopher miserably. Sing to me. Sing me something else, please. I pleaded with him, knowing he didn't sing in front of others or feel comfortable doing this. Okay, but it might sound bad. Chase the enemy away, I don't care, I told him, desperate for relief. So he started slowly. It was a song from his father, one that Jack used to sing to Christopher and his siblings before bed each night. And it was a song I knew so well. I've sang it to my own babies. If you'll be, M-I-N-E, mine, R-B-T-H-I-N-E, thine. And I will, L-O-V-E, love you, all the G-I-M-E time. You are the B-E-S-T, best of all the R-E-S-T, rest. And I will, L-O-V-E, love you, all the G-I-M-E time. Sing it again. And he did. As he sang it faster and faster just like his dad did when my husband was a little boy we began to laugh like he did as a little boy with his brothers and sisters the dark shadowed chorus of amanda dissipated like smoke in the wind chased away by a song from a father to his son by the light of the love of a husband for his wife and by god to his people the psalms often talk about how god and his grace gives us a new song to sing If there's a song stuck in your head that brings back dark memories, maybe it's time for a new song. Thank you.